I would say my best years, uh, I was selling about 120 houses a year, mm. which equates to about 16, 17 million in volume. And, 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 and if you want to know the truth, the reason I have a team. <laughs> the reason I have a team now is because I basically work 24 How are you selling 120 properties a year? That was just what was on the MLS. That didn't even count for the off-market stuff. How much do you think it was total? What's that? If you had to think about it. Like how many houses have I sold? Uh, like, like in my like, career? Like, no, or? like if 120 was just, so you're saying some of them was off-market or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably about 150, 150? about 150 houses a year that's in my prime. I went three years really strong where I was, that's what I was doing. All right, you guys, check out Moguls in the Making, episode 26 uh, with Barbara Whiteside, Succeed Real Estate, Circle City Fireworks, Get Shit Done VA, uh, 317-414-3262. It's a wrap. Yo, what up? Moguls in the Making, episode 26. We back again. I'm your host. Your host, man, that got on better shoes than the other host today. <laughs> One you know out of a million. What I'm saying? I don't even know if them is better. You got the high top. Hey, you man, got, stop. You ain't in the, you ain't, he, ain't, he ain't really in the sneaker life I mean, like that, man. You know, I'm just, just saying, you feel me? We back. I ain't either, day. really, though. Just to be just to be 100% honest, I'm not either. Right, he talking like he really about that life. <laughs> but nah, y'all know, your boy, I'm your host, Amari Evelyn. I'm your most gracious, most handsome, most, most happiest, most... Lovely, everything lovely is. Go ahead, T. Host Tyrone mm -hmm. Geechee Johnson Jr. Nah, because he, he, he ain't Geechee. Jr. I'm Geechee. <laughs> but nah, what's up, y'all, man? We glad to have y'all back, man. Yes, sir. Um, you know, we ain't here today. We got a special guest for y'all, especially for y'all ladies and, uh -huh. and gentlemen that's inside of, inside of the real estate industry, man. Yep. But first and foremost, we definitely got to get a quick business spotlight um, right now on what's going on with our business. Um, we actually have, to be honest, some stuff on the market um, right now that's, you know, getting looked at. Some we got closings. Coming up uh, within a week from now, we got uh, we had a closing on a wholesale deal that we had last week that went really good, but still fine-tuning our processes as far as everything is going and putting all the paperwork and stuff together for new hires and all that stuff. And it's going to be so streamlined. It's going to be such a streamlined process. Uh, but also, we are hiring a so, lead yeah. manager right now and also yeah, a, a disposition, um, a disposition manager. Yeah. yeah, so I'm super excited about that. Too. That's probably like the biggest thing I'm excited about as far as the business. Cause like you know me, I like the training, I like the culture, I like the that right. part of it. Like you know what I'm saying. So um, as y'all know, we got our office probably about a month ago or so now. Yeah. So getting that all the way together and situated, man, is trying to bring people in, man, to um, you know handle different things for us so that we can. Be able to bring more stuff to y'all and, and continue to build. So that's really where we at. Yeah, you got on that? really just spending more time working on the business and not in it is what is really gonna help us do. Um, I know before we talked about it, uh, but we still talking about it now. Like we're gonna continue to fine tune that process. Yeah. Uh, even when we already get, when we get people in the right seats, now it's time to you know work on something else on the business and just continue to pull ourselves slowly but surely. Away from I, I, I'm I, what the thing that I'm excited about is like the future part of it is like really in the future how I'm looking at it is if I'm not here for a month, can our business still do what it's supposed to do while we gone? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I hear people say all the time, like people with like bigger businesses and stuff like that in our industry. You know what I'm saying? Not even bigger businesses. I won't say just doing a lot of deals and they got a steady flow and process um, of deals. I always hear them say like, man, I took two months away and like what's crazy is my, 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 my team did better than when I was there. I might need to stay on vacation. That's what I'm excited to, you know what I mean? To work, to work yeah, on. Yeah. Um, and just getting to that level. Cause, um, I know when, anytime I'm away, I'm just kind of like, I feel it pulling me back. Like no matter how many days you're <laughs> off, like two days, one day, still did you in just, your head. it's still in my head. Like, man, I, I gotta get in there and check this. I gotta get in there and check this. So that's the one thing that I'm hundred percent excited about. Yeah. Now. And I think at, to add to that too, T, we'll be both in our strengths. Like we both got mm -hmm. similar strengths of, uh, tackling like big problems, right? Going and getting big relationships, going and, you know, finding, talented people to help us grow like the brand and just do, do different things like that. Like that's where our real natural talent is. That's right. Me and you had different events and different things like that to go to bigger, higher level meetings, 
all throughout the week or traveling, we wouldn't get as tired as much. Yeah. You know, like we would yeah. love that. You know what I'm saying? We'd be geeked to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm more excited, uh, agreeing with what you're saying, but just excited to get to that, you know, more of even what our passion is. Cause I know you, we got the time to do it as much time and we like it and it's a strength of ours. It really can put us into a whole different direction. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, yeah. So anyway, that's the business update. And uh, we talked about systems and people. I, I said this many episodes ago and uh, me and T rapped about it and said that was my only thing. Me personally, like that's all I care about this year. You know, if we made less money, if we didn't do as much of this or that or whatever, if we get the systems and people done, co- find them correctly and be able to put them in the right seats and have the right systems that they can follow consistently and help improve them and being leaders to them, then. That's all I want. That is my goal for this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for real. So I feel like that's going in the right direction. We about that halfway mark, and I see that being like fully completed. You know what I'm saying? By the end of this year, like 100%. Exactly. But uh, sure. I know you got your hand over there waiting. He like, Go man, ahead. stop talking so we can introduce our wonderful guest, man. We got Barbara Whiteside in the building. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. You to want have your you. property listed? You need, a, you need you need investment property. <laughs> you need to list it creatively. Barbara Whiteside is in the goddamn building. Let's y'all. get it, man. Shoot, Shout out, man. Barbara. We got to have you, man. We've been trying to get you over here. You've been too busy. Right. Uh, well, you guys know too. I sell fireworks. Also, we're in the height of the fireworks. Right. right I forgot about that. Yes. Damn. You got a story about that too. What's your fireworks story real quick that you told me? Which one? Uh, See, like, like, <laughs> was, was the one where you I, said I, something, y'all had, a, y'all had a barn, y'all had it, all your fireworks somewhere, you had to get it out in like a day or something? Oh, or, I forgot. Or I don't see. know. Yeah, you yeah. got some stories. What's yeah, the fireworks story? Yeah, I do have some right. stories. So, well, my, my grandpa sold fireworks uh-huh. and then my dad sold fireworks. Now I sell fireworks. Mm. So I actually started selling fireworks out of the trunk of my car because my dad had them and he was like, here, go sell these to your friends. So I started my fireworks business. I have a website called fireworks to your door. Okay. Uh, dot com. And so that's how I, I just started driving through the hood and saying, hey, anybody want a deal on fireworks? Everybody's out on the front porch. What? Out. And that's how I started my business. Then Craigslist came around and then I grew my business from that. And now we have stores and locations. And um, see, I didn't even know y'all had stores and locations. Yeah. I know that you said you were, you were at a store, but I thought that maybe like y'all just set up outside of a store. No, we, I mean, like, we rent a building temporarily because people don't yeah. really buy fireworks outside oh, yeah. of like 4th of July exactly. time. Um, and down south, they buy them for New Year's. Mm. Um, but so, yeah, so it's just kind of grown. It just, it's one of those businesses that just started out the, and I had a Mustang. I don't know if you guys know how small. <laughs> yeah, a most definitely. Stupid that's, small. <laughs> that's how I started off. All so. right. So have you, did you ever like, you ain't got a story of like a, a kid or a, cause I got a crazy fireworks story. Oh, there's a lot of good. I had a fraud. Look, this is crazy. So <laughs> I'm over my, <laughs> I'm over my cousin's house, right? Spending the night over there. We end up going to. One of my cousins, her dad's side of the family, which I ain't that connected. I know her daddy, but he ain't my people like that, right. you know. And his family ain't my first time meeting all of them, right? So we over there, and you know, we get them. Uh, I forget even what they call the little bottle rockets where you light them and you throw them or put them in a bottle and they just shoot up mm-hmm. and pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had them. So how we used to play with them, we light them and just throw them up and see then which way they go. see which way it going. You just run, yeah. you know. What I'm saying? Which you're absolutely not supposed to be doing. So we. <laughs> We do this every year, right? Uh, it's normal. Nobody get popped or hit or hit you. It don't really, nothing happen. We go over there. And, Bob, it got to be, y'all can't see this door in front of me, but it got to be 50 feet. I don't know how many. Right. It's, it's, it's way down the way, right? Um, And we wait, like it's a long driveway. So we down there towards the end of the driveway, playing with the fireworks. My dumb ass, take the bottle cap, light it, Throw it up, and that boy said, shoot, right in the garage. Oh. I just seen it go in the garage. I'm oh. like, oh. And then two seconds later, a lady was like, oh, it's in my hair. Oh. It's in my hair. I said, damn. Oh. And then it was like, oh. And every, all the kids, it's like 10 oh. kids, all of them pointing at me, all of them looking at me crazy. And then uh, her daddy walk out. So he big and he swole and stuff like that, too. He walked out. He was like, who did it? Oh. I was like, I ain't mean to. I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
She went to the bathroom. She came out. She looked like a wet dog. Oh. It was crazy. She was just like hot. She was done. She didn't talk to nobody else. I didn't even want to go. I didn't even eat at that point. Like, I didn't even want to go in there and give me Because now you're embarrassed. Now you I'm like... embarrassed. I'm salty. I'm asking my, my cousin. I'm like, Deja, can you go in there and give me like some food? Right. <laughs> so I can tell you a, a <laughs> recent funny fireworks story. This happened last year. Um, so I have a, a new best friend. You met her. Nine yeah, nine. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So she was dating this guy who, uh, he's my friend. He's nice, but he can be obnoxious, right? Right. And, and this was my first time she invited me to her house for a, for a cookout. Okay. It was during fireworks season. So I showed up and my, you know, when I show up to a party, I always bring something. Yeah. So I was like, I'll bring yeah. some fireworks. Okay? Right. So I bring like a lot of stuff that some of it, you know, was pretty specialized. You might need a little instruction. Right. So when, before I left, I was like, hey, uh, would you like me to show you like what to do with those? And he goes, I don't need help with that. I got a dick. Oh, okay. I'm like, he talking shit. I'm like, okay, okay. So I leave the fireworks and I all right, leave. All right. Go so, ahead then. so later that night, I'm, I'm scrolling on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and I see this video at that party where everybody is running and hiding what? because I, either a firework fell over or it was set up incorrectly. Who knows? But if, if he would have gotten a little instruction, but he didn't need instruction because he, he had, had a dick. dick. <laughs> yes. And so her and him are not together anymore. Oh. It, is, it is a joke. Because like, he didn't <laughs> shot the club up. It's hilarious. So, Yo, that's hilarious. Yeah. And so I saw her shortly after they broke up and did didn't know they had split up and yeah. i was like yeah you know i saw the video i'm really sorry like i felt bad yeah i'm the one that left the fireworks i don't know right. if i got hurt yeah and i didn't know they were split up and i was like yeah i tried to you know like tell make sure him. that didn't happen but he said he had a dick and you should have saw her face what? because it was one of the reasons they split up because he was right. obnoxious right, right. <laughs> that's just the type yeah. of shit he would do but i ain't gonna lie though i might not have said that but i don't know if i would have accepted the instruction either I would have been like, Dude, I've been like I, know how to do I know how to do fireworks. Come on now. That's true. I guess that's true. I would have, but you that's shouldn't. True. You shouldn't. That's like, true. if you really don't, but I'm like, shit. Right. Like, no, like sometimes it. somebody would be like, you need help setting that up. And I'd be like, nah, I don't. But I ain't never said one of these up before. But I'm like, <laughs> as a man, though, like, shit, I'm thinking, I ain't saying I say it and I got a dick, but I'm thinking, I got a dick. I got this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At like, least, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take care of this. God damn it. I'm going to figure it out. At least you're willing to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, like, now, now everybody you, running, ducking for cover. <laughs> So you ask for help. another thing funny, I had an assistant that helped me with real estate. So I use the same phone number for fireworks as I do real estate. I've had the same oh, phone number for shit. like 25, oh, wow. 30 years, right? Yeah. I, I just, that's what I use. Yeah. That's what all my customers know. So I've never yeah, changed yeah. it just out of security. And so I had this assistant that worked for me and somebody called and said, do you guys have any cakes? Well, fireworks, you know, there's a, a yeah. category oh, right, of fireworks right, right, called yeah. cakes. And he said, no, this isn't a bakery, you know, because he was my real estate assistant. Yeah. And it was, I just, you know, it was the beginning yeah. of the season. I hadn't like had a chance to Tell explain. Tell about it. Yes, <laughs> yes. And then another funny thing. So the same year, that first year. So we do real estate, right? And real estate, like in the field that I'm in, I work, I would do work with like wholesalers and a lot of investors, but mm-hmm. I also do like regular retail real right, estate. Right, right. So it's very like professional environment, right? You don't deal with a lot of mm, street or yeah, I don't know, yeah, like yeah, a lot of lingo. Yes, it's it's yeah. very professional. Sure. Yeah. So um, my assistants all have access to my text messages. And so one of my past customers texts and said, are you the girl with the, are you the white girl with the fat ass that sells fireworks? <laughs> and I'll never forget, I'll never forget my assistant's face. Because was this Chris? No, was it Chris? No, oh, was no his name was Wesley. His name was Wesley and he was just wasn't used to that. Like what? he was like very like clean cut. Not, like, I'm just, it, bro, why did he have to add that, that in it, That there? didn't need to be in there. <laughs> That did not need to be. <laughs> Why did he have to? He add was just that trying to there. figure out if it was the girl with the ah. good deal, right? He, that's what he remembered about me was man, the white girl with the bad ass that sells fireworks, man. right? I'm dead man, on I'm that one. one. Did he? Did he? Did he buy some? Oh yeah, he, <laughs> he got. Some. He buys every year. <laughs> so he's like, that's buying. a good customer. You can say fat ass. No, that's hilarious, man. That's funny. I'll never forget though, just the change oh, from the shit. everyday pace of real estate. And yeah. When fireworks comes in, it's it's, it's just, a totally different customer. Customer totally base. Different. Yeah, totally, totally different, different business. That's yeah. what's up, man. But tell us now, I mean, what, what, Barb, because you are a real estate agent. What do you have going on? What, is your, what does your team look like right now? What do you have going on right now? Maybe some accomplishments that we don't even know. Yeah. You know, from our side right now, um, I know that you do a lot of stuff. Uh, what, what's going on with you right now? 
So right now, um, I am transitioning from being an individual agent. I was for about five or six years. Okay. I got another agent on my team last year, and it's kind of just been me and him. Mm-hmm. And now I have six agents. Mm. So I'm going from basically being self-employed to being a business owner, right? Right. I mean, even though I was a business owner, if I wasn't out selling real estate, I wasn't making no money. Right. So now, um, you know, it's it's a it's definitely um, it's my first time. I've always been like a solo entrepreneur. I've always okay. bought and sold stuff, right? Mm. That's what I've always done uh now with the fireworks stores and stuff you know we, i manage people but the fireworks really sell themselves you right. put the fireworks out there you price them right people come and buy them exactly motivating and helping people um sell real estate is different. totally different there's so much psychology in real estate mm-hmm. you can be you know good at sales but if you don't understand how people tick and what yeah. makes them excited and you know like what to say like in in you guys may or may not deal with this, but in retail real estate, we we talk people off of a ledge almost every day, right? What you mean by that, though? Like when you say uh, uh-huh. talk them off of a ledge, right. get, get, explain, explain we that. We literally are just do like damage control. Like the reason that real estate agents exist is because buyers and sellers have huge egos. Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with an asset that is so expensive and it means so much to them, they literally get in their own way. Yes. So in, in order to be a good realtor, you have to be able to talk people off of a ledge. Absolutely. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. hey, you know, like you literally have to say, uh, it, you know, you have to be a mirror for them. Like if this was you and you were, you know, in this situation and someone was acting like you, how would you react? Right. Like, let's get reasonable. I guess talking people off of a ledge, what I mean by that is you you literally are talking reason into people yeah. on a regular basis because yep. they're letting things get out of control because they're so emotionally yeah. invested into something. And it's business. Do you it's think business. that that's more important than the actual skill and the numbers and the knowledge and knowing your shit? Do you Absolutely. think that's, that's more important? Absolutely. Because I can sit down at a listing appointment. And, and it may be a neighborhood that I've never sold a house in. I don't know nothing. I can run comps. The numbers are all the same. It's all right there. Right. It's data. If you know how to analyze data. Right. But if you don't know what's important to that person at that listing appointment. You can lose that deal. If, okay. You're so never going to get it. That's right. So if they're, if they're strapped for money and strapped for time, but their house needs a ton of work and you're the agent that goes in there and is like, okay, I think if we spend 15000 we can get this done. You know, and I got contractors. Like, you're done. Yeah. So if you can't read and, and talk to that person and have a, understand the mm. psychology of who you're dealing with, yep. you'll never get that listing. Yeah, you got to be able to read a room. I think we talk about that all the time, too. We, By the way, we do do that all the time. Mm-hmm. More on our side is making them, like, um, like having them think more realistic. Like, like, cause exactly. some people like they think they want their house is worth this much. Like, you know, how how'd you get to that number? If you mm-hmm. don't mind me asking. Oh well, uh, Bob's property I know down the street sold for three hundred thousand. I say, well, how does Bob's property look compared to yours? And is it a thousand square feet bigger <laughs> with a four car garage? Oh well, he has a basement. <laughs> yeah, his basement is really really nice. I said, do you have those things in your basement as well, Bob? Uh, Brad. Uh no we uh we we never finished our basement okay well let me yep. we're gonna we're gonna have to finish the basement okay uh when's the last time that the kitchen was updated uh shoot we, you know we moved in it in two thousand and never touched it okay well I'm gonna have to update the kitchen so that's gonna be fun I'm gonna, like I have to start making it realistic for them you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying I yep. think that's something that we have to do like more than talking people off a ledge we do sometimes yeah like we got sellers or buyers like they might get sellers remorse a little bit mm-hmm. or and we try to. The way we handle things on the front front end, we try to like veer away from seller's remorse. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. same with buyer's remorse, you got you got seller's remorse. They get they're like, ah, oh, my mom lived here. You know, my my grandparents lived here. Now I don't really want to sell it. But I think once we bring it to them realistic and we really, because you got a lot of people selling them dreams, they might even go with somebody else over us at first. And then now they didn't circle back around because of the conversation that we had with them was more realistic. Real, real. And they like, damn, okay. Like <laughs> you told me that this was gonna happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yep. we definitely have to do have to do that as and well. And too, like, like you gotta have that part and that logic in there, like you saying to you, just being able to set up the call mm-hmm. for, you know, the actual close. But you gotta be able to go from logic to emotion. Yes. Mm-hmm. To what Barbara's saying. Yes. Like you need to be able to not just stay on there but figure out. Why do they want to sell it? Right. They haven't sellers remorse. What is it? Exactly. Because the like, discovery. Y- yeah, discovery he, he said the it. discovery, but not all the time the seller's gonna tell you that. They yep. might be like, Yeah, we just decided not to sell it. Mm-hmm. Right. Why? Yeah. yeah. 
Why? What happened? Yeah. One of the biggest deals that we got this year, we flipping it right now. Probably well, gonna put it on the market here. Let's in a second. do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, and this, uh, it was a lady called her a few different times. Spoke to her. Great conversation. Everything went well. Going over, set a time, going out there to the property, figure out we in the same ballpark. Just we 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 within ten thousand. And really, if she wanted the extra, we. Probably could have just made it work, you know? Right. But I wanted to get there to try to get it done because her husband was still at work and stuff. Great conversation. And she set it up. Her husband wanted her to move forward. She was the one that was really reluctant. But me yeah. and her had a great conversation. And then she called me back and was like, yeah, I don't I don't think you should come. I'm like, why? Oh, it's just not really the right time. We may wait till the market, you know, gets better and things like that. I'm like, well, do you want to list it? No, no, no. We're probably not going to list it. Okay, so you're probably just going to keep it and keep the tenant in there? No, no, we're not going to do that either. Okay, so you're still going to sell it for all cash price, you're saying? Or what What do you plan to do? Yeah, yeah, we want to do that, just not right now. Okay, but just help me under, does your husband not want to, you know, so I'm trying to dig and, and kind of go through a lot of different ways, and then she just ghosted us. Mm. So, Barb, guess what the fuck we did? What'd you do? Go <laughs> pulled, knock on her door? Pulled right up to her fucking house. That's what I did, too. Knocked on the goddamn door. And the dude was like, I'm done. Yeah. Nah he, nah, he got a little reluctant at first, too. Remember, he was like, he was like, uh, you know, I got to have my wife here, you know, or whatever. I, I I think we do want to sell it still, definitely. But he was like, All right, but if she's not here, he was like, you know, come back later. Um, then we can talk when she when she gets here because she went out to get stuff for his birthday. What happened was we go back, we get in the car and everything. And he even started pulling off. He was already pulling off because we was like, all right, we just gonna eat around because it was in Plainfield. Mm -hmm. He's like, we gonna eat around the area and then we gonna come back. Uh, I had my kids with me and everything, and as I'm putting, like, I was getting her in the car seat, like, like calm down and stuff like that, reaching to the back. I look up, here he caught. He was running down the driveway, like, hey, hey, I thought we <laughs> left something, <laughs> like we dropped something or something. He was like, we're I'm, we're done with it. We're gonna get a sign. Let's do it. Wow. And I'm like, damn, just like that. Boom. But yeah, like he said, it was something in, in his in his realization of the emotion of the call that he's like, we got to get in front of them mm -hmm. because that's going to make it more real for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like they had a problem on their hands. You know what I'm saying? That they wanted to get rid of the property to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that really helped out. You know, once we really start digging into that, it was a tenant that they really didn't want to tell that, you know, that they were selling. I don't know if they didn't want to tell her that they were selling, but they didn't really want to deal with the the disconnection of it. That's a lot of our our properties is they don't want to really deal with the disconnection from it, especially if they know them, if they know their family, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They don't want to have that argument, right, of like, why are you selling it? Like, no, I need to stay here another year and nobody told me, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but that was, that was a good deal, though. Yeah, that's going to be a great deal. Well, it's <laughs> over in, uh, where is it at? That's in Irvington. Irvington. Do you guys close on it already? Real Irvington. Yeah, yeah. 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 we yeah. already in motion. It'll probably be done yeah. with. The last time that I weeks. talked to you, I was talking to you about, uh, oh, back when you was talking about your duplex. Uh -huh. That's where I was at. I was over there actually getting, <laughs> getting like, checking it out and okay. and, uh, and having our contractor walk it. But, yeah. But, um, but outside, okay, so that's what you got going on right now. Yep. The bar building, growing a team, learning how to lead people. And it's new for me. Right. It's very new for me. It's a lot different than I thought. Yeah. But tell people, catch catch up, because mm -hmm. I want you to speak to some of the accomplishments and all the stuff that you've done, Bar, for people who don't know, who may not even be in Indianapolis. Why are, why are you such a great realtor? Why do people reach out to you? How much have you done in volume? Well. Just stats. Let's give me, say. Give me, give, me the, give me the stat line. So I think, I think the reason I do well, like, I kind of alluded to this, but, like, so I, I joined Syria before I got my real estate license. So I started building relationships. I learned the lingo. I learned different, you know, exit strategies. So whenever people talk to me, I'm not like the soccer mom realtor, right? Like I understand and no business. I'm mm -hmm. an entrepreneur. Right. I also love to help people, right? Like m my job is to get them what they want. It's yeah. not my agenda. It's not what Barbara wants. It is what the client wants. Yeah. Right. And so I tune into that and I work really hard to get them what they want. And then I feel like my business has grown because people say, you know, if someone's talking about buying or selling a house, they're like, you got to call Barbara. Right. Because I take care of people. Right. And, and I think like people ask, I don't know if this answers your question or 
But they ask, like, you know, what does it take to make a good realtor or anything in business? I think when you're dealing with people, you just have to be real. Yeah. You can't look people in the eye and try to pull the wool over their eyes for your own agenda. Right. Uh -uh. Like it has to be for them what's best for them and to get them what they want. And yeah. as long as you get in people's corner and do that, you're going to be successful no matter what business you're in. I think they got to make it a line too. Like, like, <clears throat> I mean, I think you guys have to make it a line too. Like, especially when you're a real estate agent, because how do I say this? Like I see some realtors out there, like basically they will do the wool over your eyes. They'll say, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm working whatever you want, whatever you want. But if what I want is uh, is not realistic, you I'm they're depending on you to educate them. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so they might be saying, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You can get three hundred thousand when you know the damn well that you can only sell that property for two hundred and twenty five thousand. You know, you're going to you, you're going to price drop them to death. Yep. You know, you're going to do all this. Like, why not just be real with just them? Up front? The I think the biggest I think the highest we can get this listed for is about two thirty. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, I see this selling in the area. I see this in the area. Now, if you do this, you might be able to get that, you know, or whatever. But this is what I'm seeing over there. Like, I don't want to, you know, list your property. And then you think, hey, why is it not selling? Well, the reason why it's not selling is because it's too high. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. that part yeah. of it, I feel like not enough realtors do. And I feel like the the, I think the, the reasoning for that is because things were so Christmas over the last, like, three, four years. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like where but even you might be able to still get a little bit more than what you, you know, out of your ballpark just because, you know, that the the people was, I mean, coming in over asking price, no appraisal, got, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. all of that stuff. So, but I feel like that's the biggest part is is agents being able to educate the the seller on even buyers the process. Be, being realistic about what they're going to buy for their budget. Yeah, right? true. And I think that that's um, like, I, so I have a lender that I work uh, with, Heather Nooner at Fairway. Mm -hmm. And she and I have been best friends since fourth grade. Yeah. And what I tell people is if you like working with me, you'll like working with her. And I think a right. gift that we both have, and I don't know another analogy. So if you guys can educate me, because last time <laughs> I said this, they were like, that's not something you should say, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> say it anyway. Uh, <laughs> we're both good at like telling you your baby's ugly. Right. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, look how cute my baby, my baby is ugly. Right. right. Like, <laughs> and, and, and we're just not going to sit there and pretend and go along with something that is not the truth. Right. Like we're going to be like, oh, sorry. Hey, but that's also a good one. having the tact yeah, and saying it correctly yeah. to where you don't offend or hurt people's exactly. feelings, but you keep it that's real with them skill. all the time. And yeah. she and I both have that. Right. So great not skill. only with buyers or not only with sellers. Right. Telling them, uh, but also with buyers yeah. too. Mara, some, something else on top of that is the fact that one thing that you've done is, like you said, you started to educate yourself on the different strategies, which is something that we're doing in our business too, on our side mm -hmm. of being able to say, "Hey, here's a menu. What do you want? Yes. What right. do you want to eat? Yes. Do you want burgers today? Do you want chicken chicken nuggets? Do you want fries? Do you want a shake? What do you want? Yep. Because if I only sell burgers, that's cool." But now I only have to. You're limited. I have to be niche. I have to be a thing mm -hmm. versus saying, hey, I'm missing out on people who don't want a burger today. Yep. So that's something that you've done is saying, okay, cool. Creative strategies, land contracts, regular listings, working mm -hmm. with investors. Mm -hmm. You say, cool. I, now I got the capabilities to be able to. You didn't start that way, I'm guessing, but you kept, stayed with your education yep. to be able to start to deliver and talk and educate people when you've seen the opportunity. Okay, right. look. I see that you are, you know, whatever. You got this hard money loan. It is killing you. Mm -hmm. Putting it on the market for what you got into it, you may be upside down. Maybe let's try to do this. Yes. And we probably can still get it off your hands and still be able to handle that person's problem yeah. um, instead of them having to come with a lot of money to the closing table, right? Right. Different situations like that. So, yeah, I think right, just that's what I think realtors are missing, too. Being yeah. a problem solver, right? Mm -hmm. Like they discovering. Close that out discovering, figuring out what it is that the person wants, and then working to solve that problem, but also having a large arsenal of tools yeah. in right. order to be able to solve that. And then, like you said, like, 
Um, I think that's also like a secret to my success. You asked me a little bit about like my accomplishments. Yeah, I need to You know, stats, as a yeah. as a team, <laughs> as a team leader, this is new for me. So I'll let you know how that goes. Right. Okay. right but right. as an individual agent, and I would say my best years, uh, I was selling about 120 houses a year, mm. which equates to about 16, 17 million in volume. Jeez. And and, and and if you want to know the truth, the reason I have a team <laughs> <laughs> the reason I have a team now is because I basically work twenty. How are you selling one hundred and twenty properties a year? That was just what was on the MLS. That didn't even count for the off market. How much do you think it was total? What's that? If you had to think about it, like how many houses have I sold? Like, like in my like, career? Like, no, or? like if 120 was just, so you're saying some of them was off market or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably about 150, 150? about 150 houses a year that's in my prime. I went three years really strong where I was, that's what I was doing. So. What was those days like though? Was them like crazy, So that's crazy what, 10, 12 properties a, a, a month? month? Mm -hmm. Yep. How was you doing that? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, honestly, the sales. <laughs> Can you the, like the, think the, back, Marvin? Like, like, do you think back sometimes? Like, how was I doing that? Like, I don't even know. You, I, I just was in it, and it happened, and I got shit done. But I don't know. Well, you guys, <laughs> you guys can attest to this because you are current clients of mine, right? Uh, what is the craziest to me is that when I was selling all those houses, I was so busy I couldn't train people. To do the back end stuff. Right. I was so you busy taking care of clients train. and running on appointments and selling all them houses. Yeah. I just threw warm, you know, warm body people in a seat and just like. Right. And all I was doing was putting out fires and cleaning yeah. up messes and like damage. It was just so damage much. Control. Oh my God, it was crazy. So I, that's what, when I think back, like, how did I do that? Yeah. But what I have now that I didn't have then is I have amazing support staff. Right. Amazing support how'd you, staff. How'd you find them? Just over time, just yeah. over time, yeah. And and I think now I have you know more time to be more structured, systems, processes, lay it out. This is what I want, how I like it done, and then it's repetitive every time. And my clients like that. Right. Where before I was new, right? I'd always just sold stuff, so yeah. trying to train people and teach them the back end, which was something that I did when I had you know a few deals a month when I was a brand new realtor. Right. I did that. But long story short is when you ask me that question, like how did you do that? From a client standpoint, basically, I just always answered my phone and I was always available, which right. means I had no personal life. I had my family, my kids pretty much hated me, right? Because right. I never had any time, but I could buy them whatever they wanted. Right. <laughs> but right. I'm buying you your we, love, baby. For years. Every time we sat down for dinner and I just was like, oh, here's a moment. Boom. Issue. Problem. Yeah. You know, it's something to offer yeah. with like a two hour deadline or something right. stupid like that. Right. Did that, how, like, did that, how did that feel? personally though like what like did it start to was was it still just like no nah, this is what I want to do this is my strength I love business so much or did it start to be like damn like I'm really supposed to be sitting down at dinner but like I gotta take this call right it I gotta take it and it like weighed on you or it didn't really it, affect you in much? the beginning it didn't because so my business is called succeed real estate so I named it that because in real estate school, the teacher said like the percentage of people that don't succeed in this business. And it's like 90 percent. Yeah. It's like like less than 10 yeah. percent of people actually become a realtor and succeed. Right. So yeah. I was like, that ain't going to be one of them statistics. I'm succeeding. So right. I think um, I've learned a lot about like ego over the last couple of years. I think I was so ego driven and mm. I was just so intent on being successful, right? Like how I appeared to the outside right. was so important to me and just not failing that it just took priority over anything, right? right. Like mm. answering this phone call and handling this right now is what's going to get me what I've, I've said that I'm going to do, which is be successful. Right. And so it was the most important, but in hindsight, you know, my relationship with my family. Like I lost, I can't ever get that time back. Yeah. But I did accomplish a lot of things, but also too, I know this isn't our subject, but at, after three years of selling all those houses, I honestly, if you want to know the truth, after becoming successful is like, what now? Right. I was, it was a little empty because yeah. my, my purpose really wasn't a deep, strong rooted purpose, like right. helping people or, you know, uh, sending my kids. I, it was just all about money and success, and it was ego driven. Right. Honestly, I hear that a lot too. With, uh, I feel like that. Why, as you speak, <laughs> I'm like, it's a truth. Is this me? Right. Is this me? Right. You now? gotta have a deeper, stronger purpose because if not, once you hit it, you're just empty. So yeah. what, what so, now? So what'd you do after you said what now? 
My bad. Tell you number. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what? How'd you find? How'd you? Okay, you woke up and was like, okay, bet I did all these properties. I sold like a thousand homes, and, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, you know, I still got businesses coming, but like, this ain't as fulfilling as I've, I made it. But it don't feel like I made it. Like, did, how did you? Because you're still in real estate. You didn't turn and do something different, right? So, what at that point did you start doing where you felt better? Uh, I started living. I started started prioritizing my life and my dreams and the things that were important to me, my family. You know, I started scheduling my vacations before anything else. Right. right? Which I never had time. Me first. When I was selling all them houses, I didn't take no vacations. Right. I had no time to take a vacation. You ever tried to take a vacation when you got 15 active clients? Yeah, no. It's not happening. You're not taking a vacation. You're just going to work out of town. Right? So I just started, uh, I kind of, like, so I got covid and I was down for nine days mm. and it changed my life because those nine days I couldn't rest. I have multiple businesses, multiple business partners, multiple clients, and the buck stopped with me at everything. Damn. And I literally laid in bed for nine days with brain fog and all I want to do was rest and all I could think about was all this shit that I needed to do. Whew. And then at my business partners, my, uh, my associates, my employees and my clients, when you gonna do that? When you gonna do that? When am I gonna get that? When you gonna do that? When am I? And it was just like I literally Damn. came out of COVID, and I was like, I'm changing my life what? because I'm not designing a life that I can I can I can't even be sick. Right. Right. Like that's what kind crazy. of life is this? So, but it really helped me to like. That's why I have a team now. Yeah. That's why I've hired good. Well, people, I was about to right? say that a lot of people mm-hmm. get scared of that part is because they it's not the purpose, right? And it's more attached to the money. It's like, if I go and hire five people, I'm losing X amount of dollars, but you're also gaining X amount of time. And what about the people you're helping? By Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. What about that? What about the fact that now I just opened up another four hours of my day every day? I can be doing something that I really love to do. I can be hanging with my kids. I can be... Jacking off. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's called... <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. How do you no. remember which button goes <laughs> It actually says it on there. Oh, it there. does. Yeah, okay, I can't yeah. see from here. Um, but no, nah, like. It's called growth and it's called leverage. And honestly, as long as you're, like you said in the beginning of this, working in the business, you're not working on the business. You literally own a job. You don't own a business. Right. You don't get up and go. You don't make money. Yeah. And guess what you're going to end up being if you keep doing that? You're going to be that 90-year-old person handing out bags at the Walmart entrance because yep. you didn't Build a set business. yourself up to where you can stop working and keep making money. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah, that's huge right there. That's a hard, like, that's such a hard transition. Like, I feel like, you know, because we in it, Barb, you know, like now, as I mean, we've been making money. We've been doing it. We've you know, done X, Y, and Z and done okay and well and stuff. And we've had systems and not followed them and had them and not followed them. And like when we was like, okay, let's really like do this. And I feel like that is the hardest part right there to say, hey, try to remove yourself and duplicate yourself and have systems and pe- the right people to follow the systems where it's making money, mm-hmm. it's printing money for you mm-hmm. and I don't have to be there. That's harder than making the decision to get in the industry. You think? Yeah, yeah, like for working a regular job, right? Your shit's scary as shit for most people to say, I'm going to leave this and I'm going to be a realtor and I'm going to do it on my time. That's a scary transition. Yeah, That's like, oh shit, my world's about to fuck up. I don't know. What if, can I do this on my own? Can I feed myself? What if, I got kids. Can I? Yeah. You got all of that. But even as much as that feels, it's still easier to do that mm-hmm. than it is to actually Absolutely. scale. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That yeah. shit is hard, yo. Like, why are yeah. you doing it and then trying to build a working in and on your business? Like, yeah, that's hard to separate. You got to yeah. think about, too, like they say, you know, within the first three years, I mean, a lot of businesses are done year three. They say if you make it to year five, past year five, you probably have set up systems, et cetera. Because in year three, especially for us, even year three was like, psh, we we got smacked because we didn't get system had systems in place. I'm saying like everything was just everywhere. We was doing good. We was buying all the properties up. You know what I'm saying? We was probably 50 rentals in. You know what I'm saying? All of that stuff three years in. And then it was like shit. Now that we got all this, all right, how's the property? Man, no, they're not. 
Well, how is this? Well, we don't got a system for that. Bro, oh, how do we up. do this? I'm pulling up with the pole on me at properties, bar, kicking people out, wow. telling you got to go. I'm like, this is this can't be for real. Yeah. You got to no like slow down to speed up. And that's the scary part for people. Like, it can be anything. It can be a lash tech. You know what I mean? You can be doing microdermal facials, whatever. Like, you gonna have to slow down and put those, or you just double, you do double the work. So you you do your regular work day, but then in the night, you know what I mean? I mean, you burning both ends right. of the candle, you're but you're working on the business at, at that point and how I'm about to transfer myself out of this. You know what I'm saying? Like not out for good, but that I can give myself back a certain amount of hours. Some people businesses, like I think he said this before, like some people businesses, they can literally damn near be, like I listen to them like, why the fuck don't they have a VA? Bro. They can run damn near the whole business. Whole thing. Can I can I put like, in a shameless plug right now? No, nah, I wanted to hop into that. <laughs> I got a I got a VA business. Bar, I have I, a virtual assistant. You guys know her. Oh, uh, do you? Bell? Yeah, you yeah. never spoke to Bell. Yeah, I, no, I spoke Bell, to her. Bell, I didn't Bell. know you had a VA business. Yeah, so she and yeah. I, so uh she has all the connections in the Philippines. And mm. she's been my assistant for four years. So she knows the ins and outs of uh, being, real estate. they yeah. call like someone like me a rainmaker. So right. she knows how to be the right hand for a rainmaker, mm. right? And it took her a while to get to the level that she's at. She's amazing. Yeah. So, so she so, yeah, so shout out Phoebe. We love you, Phoebe. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Bell. We're so, gonna end up moving Phoebe to the US. <laughs> so people people kept asking about my VA, and so she would have her friends you know, work for these other realtors. And I'm like, bro, why don't we start a business? Exactly. So it's called Get Shit Done VA. Mm. Is it? Yes, yes. And she trains them. I do the marketing. I'm the front end because I can talk to realtors about yeah. why they need a VA, what their VA can do for them, how they deal with their VA, because it's a different culture, different language. There's a lot of stuff in the last four years that she and I has worked through. And now it's like butter. Like so y'all heard it first. We're partnering with Bar <laughs> on this episode. Oh, real estate investors. Uh, get shit know, done. Get shit done, VAs. You can find us. <laughs> uh, we'll be everywhere you need us to be. We will handle all of your needs for you. Man. Any type of cold calling, lead generation, uh, uh, you know, any type of admin, sales work, anything. Just Seriously. holler at us. We're going to have the link in the description notes. Um, <laughs> that is the best way to go, though, to scale, to start with a VA. But you've uh, got to know, you, my biggest, like, okay. Two, the training. Let me give you two. got to like, have, you got to know what you're giving. These them. are yeah, give me, gold give me okay. nuggets if okay. you have a VA or planning to have a VA. First, don't think too small in terms of what your VA can do for you. Mm. When I hired my VA, I just thought because, you know, different culture, different language, and this is probably horrible, it's a very limiting belief, but right. I just thought she could do like easy mundane tasks. I didn't give her anything big, right. right? The other thing, so once I started doing that, she started like nailing it, right? And like thinking <laughs> and like having ideas and saying, let's do this. And I'm like, well, this is like a business partner, yeah. right? And for what I'm paying her, like, it's like, oh my God, like right. I couldn't give someone a $60,000 salary here and get what I'm getting right. from her, if right. that makes sense. But it took me changing my beliefs in terms of what she could do. So I started delegating big, bigger tasks and I used to have $60,000 uh, executive assistants. She is my executive assistant now. Yeah, so and she would have never gotten that position before because in my brain, I thought she could just do like, you know, uh, just Man, they can, they can data entry or cold calling. The other thing, if you have a VA and they're talking to people, you may, um, I had to learn this through my VA, but she was very robotic. Like all the time, and I just I didn't under I just thought it was culture, yeah. I thought it was language, and I just thought that was what it was. But one day, for some reason, I was just like, "Why are you like a robot?" <laughs> and she told me. She said, "I used to work in a call center, and if I got off a script, I could lose my job." So mm. they, she was trained to be like a robot, and she was punished if she wasn't. They don't train them in their jobs that they have before they get to you to right. be a person. Right. They don't train them to be warm and yep. cut, crack jokes and, mm -hmm. and, and and make relationships with people. They just make them stay on script. Exactly. And that's it. And I didn't know that. And so the moment that I found that out and told her, I need you to be a human. Right. I need you to talk to people. I need you to be warm with them. I need you to feel them out. If you feel like they're having a bad day, say something. Exactly. Right? If you want to say something funny, if you can tell that they're in a good mood, like, 
be like build some rapport relationship business right yeah most definitely and it was a game changer like literally within a week like i told you heather uh i work close with her she's like what's going on with bell and i'm like what do you mean she's like She's just different. Like <laughs> she's like a person, like not a robot. And I'm like, really? Like right. it's that fast, right? Yeah. So those are the two uh, nuggets I can give anyone working with VAs. Do not limit or think that they can't do bigger things. Yeah. And definitely have the conversation with them. If you feel like they're robotic, find out why and talk to them and set that expectation because people can't read what's in your mind. Exactly. I feel like T was I like got, that. I was first. about to say, I was about to say. He I was, was a robot? <laughs> no, I wasn't a robot. I was limiting in what I felt like she could do. Not that what she could do. I think it was more of like, nah, I can do this faster than her. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to get it done. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really want to go through the process of just saying, hey, this is how you do this, do that. Some of the stuff she already know how to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking I'm going to have to train her through it and it's going to take forever. Then next time she do it. But nah, I've definitely came off of that now. You know what I'm saying? Pause. But <laughs> what I bet. <laughs> I've, I, I, I literally like. This is the third thing that I think for people is, with the training stuff. Like, it may not work on the first VA, but if you're recording videos of what to do, screen screen uh, screen, screen record, record. You yes. can do. You can put a, You can even go to trainual.com and sign up and actually shoot your videos and put them in literally little sections where it's like training part one, training mm-hmm. part two, pr- training part three. Uh, this is for acquisitions. This is for dispositions. This is for this. And you can have those videos in there. This is the stuff that I'm telling you about to work on, like, after you get off. You know what I'm saying? Like, after your regular day of doing whatever you're doing, nails, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, but uh, personal training, whatever. Take that time to do stuff like that. Record a video on how to write up a workout. You don't always have to create your own workouts. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. or if you do it on a Sunday and now you you have somebody else enter them all into your database or whatever it is. But like we, we started doing videos and like now I'm just like like him. He The thing of this, the, this is the thing of the difference with me and Omari. He want to give her everything. He like, Phoebe need to do it. <laughs> Why are you not telling Phoebe? Why are you not telling Phoebe? I'm like, bro, I'm just going to give my, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I, I can't go take a shit without Phoebe. <laughs> come on no. man but no but you get what i'm saying yeah. like some stuff i'm i still to this day some stuff i'm like no nah, i like i like to do this you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i like to do that certain stuff I, like I, what i needed to give up you know what i'm saying like what i don't think it's nothing that you i think you do it in the moment because you like still like bro it's just it's cool like i'm gonna do it i don't think it's because you like to do it it's just the fact that i you, can't give you i can't give you an exact thing because I, I mean it's, you know it's what i'm really saying on, it's, it's just kind of like it might be your side of something let's say right now some with the listings or construction or whatever like in your head that's my side of the business yeah right so i need to talk to barbara throw something slack whatever it is anything. yeah i think if it's something for you to do and it's not like you maybe phoebe hasn't done it or like you know it's just gonna take a little bit extra just to talk to her about it like it's cool like it's really not because it's not that deep yeah. to you to do it but it's not something that you like to do. i don't like to waste time so like i think i get tied up in that like for instance the closing i i felt like if i took on that closing that closing yeah. would have been done a week before it was and t maybe you're right but what about the third and the fourth and yeah the you're right it's gonna keep she on learned, going like she that, learned though. from it though didn't she she, she learned from it for mm-hmm. sure um but she's like like she she's not gonna want to put her foot down the way I will. Like, come on, like I'm. You know what? Yeah. Listen. Well, this is what you, you said. You saying call. title company? Exactly. You saying this? You saying this buyer? Okay. Let me just put y'all on three way now. Yeah. Now who's now who's now who's saying what they but, post? But you like, gotta give. Phoebe. You can't say that y'all waiting on this and then you saying that, that you ready and then I'm I, now I'm calling her to tell him what her what she said. All right. Well, now we all on the phone. Yes. What's up? Well, you got to give Phoebe permission <laughs> to know when it's time to bring you in. Right, right. Right. So when she can just make that judgment call, like that's me and my business. I'm the bulldog. I'm the pit. Right. When, when things ain't going right and you keep saying the same thing or you keep getting the same response and it's not the result you then want. Then she pull you, you in. You got to yeah, let it, me know. Exactly. Right? That's why I'm here because when I get on the phone, shit happens. Right? Yeah. Don't sit and, and, and spin your wheels for two weeks when you got someone like me at your disposal. Right. right? But you got to give them that permission. To go ahead and to, reach out. I think say, that's something that we definitely need to do yeah it's protocol right? it's like let us know when you need the help too though right but i think that was what it was for me like i don't like i didn't like giving away everything like yeah. you know what i'm saying i'm like nah because i know i can get that done i know i know phoebe can do this like i used to be like 
you know, maybe all of the data entry stuff, like all I was yeah. kind of like how you, mm-hmm. how you just said, mm-hmm. but nah, she's way better than that. Defense. I mean, she runs I mean, our entire bit. I mean, like, like literally from an operation sta- status. Mm-hmm. So again, get shit done. VA.com. VA.com. <laughs> We got our we got our partner in the Philippines, (laughs) Bell. You got me here on the front end to handle shit. Uh, But let me tell you my favorite thing about Bell about working with a VA. Mm. So she's from a third world country, Mm -hmm. right? And there's not a ton of opportunity in the Philippines, which is why we like working with them because they. We don't have to pay a ton of money, but they make a decent living. Oh, they do. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Bell, since she's worked with me, she has bought a house, and she bought a brand new car. And she sends me pictures like she like she's my partner. Right. She doesn't just work for me like she's like she's my partner Mm -hmm. in life. Like I am responsible for making sure she's successful and she's responsible for making sure I'm successful. And that is so rewarding to be able to help someone that far away. But look what she's done for me. Mm -hmm. Succeed real Mm -hmm. estate. You know, it's like it's just a mutual. Yeah. Wonderful. Absolutely. We get in our meetings sometime and we like. All right, we can't keep on talking. Because, like, like today she went, uh, I mean, like, this weekend she went out to the beaches and stuff like that. Like, And she was going through a, a pack. It's crazy because when we gave her a raise this year, and she was going through, like, a, I don't know, like, like she was becoming more of, like, the financial, like, the financial burden in her home was starting to fall more on her. It's basically what she was saying. Um, but she said, she told us this after we gave her the raise. She was like, so this was such a perfect time. <laughs> For me to start making more money, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. we just feel like, you know, if she keeps on growing and stuff, we're not just gonna keep her at that rate. We're gonna mm-hmm. move her up again, and she's gonna get a little bit more tasks and things like that. But we're gonna move her up again. You know what I'm saying? Um, so my best advice for that too, as a business owner, learning incentivize people that they're gonna make more money when you make more money, right? Instead of more hourly yep. or salary. Like bonus them on closings, yeah. bonus them on ways when you're making more money that they're making more money and it will motivate them yep. to do more as well. Like Bell yeah. gets bonused on my closings now. I never did that. It's hourly, right? Because it's so cheap yeah. hourly. But I was like, why? So why do don't you, I incentivize? How them? do you do that with the with an EA? How do you do that? What do you mean? Well, she gets so it's not a ton, but so she was looking for a raise. Yeah. And, you know, as a business owner and starting a team and me not selling 120 houses a year, I have to be very careful About, with finances. Yeah. I don't want to stack myself with all this overhead. Yep. And if the sales don't come, guess who's upside down? It's me. It exactly. Nobody else. Yep. Right. Yep. So whenever people are like, I want more money now, I'm incentivizing based on closing. So now she gets 10 bucks per closing. Right. right? So and that's for and I got six agents. Yeah. So she gets ten dollars for every every age. So mm. whenever she's like, you know, hey, I just want to confirm your appointments today. Yeah, or you know, yeah. or did you let she checks the database, make sure they're doing their follow up, right? Like mm-hmm. that's all stuff I don't so have that to it do. Gets to close uh, you see what stuff, I'm yeah. saying? So she's managing the business, yeah. and I'm incentivizing her for doing that. For if sure, that makes Absolutely. sense. So if I would have just gave her a dollar an hour, if I would have gave her a dollar an hour raise, that she would have no motivation, motivation to go and make sure we're closing more. Yeah, so, I think so, we're gonna try to incorporate yeah. that work because and ten dollars a closing, what's that? Yeah. But for them, it's a lot. Yeah, if you're closing ten deals a month, you see what I'm saying? Whatever. So. I think for her, man, and I'm starting to see like her personality even more. Yeah. Like she coming on there, she got her hair done, her makeup done, yeah. her nails <laughs> done, going to the beach, taking her mom's yeah. stuff out. She's telling us good, more of it? her life. Feels more good. of her life, yeah. yeah. But it took a while for us to she was always dope and amazing, but it just took a while for her personality to come, come out. Just because she's yeah. more reserved. How long has she been with you guys? Was it two years, two years now? Yeah. yeah. Two yeah. years. Probably, I would say probably af- after the two year mark is when I started seeing. seeing like, yeah. Start seeing. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm starting to see mm-hmm. her more. And she's like, uh, she's, she'll just say like some funny, just real, uh, what, like, Nonchalant, like don't stuff, even make yeah. yeah, but she she it's just funny. It's just like her little personality. So yeah, but yeah, we want to continue to you know give her raises and different opportunities to grow, you know, within us and stuff like that. So that's what's up. Well, I'm, I'm definitely gonna try to take that and figure out like okay for us money generating activities or things that we don't need to do that could result in money. Yeah, like, how can she? be responsible over that and then incentivize her with that mm-hmm. and Absolutely. continue to find different ways to do that. That's yeah, and, and a good VA, even if it's not her responsibility, but you're bonusing her on closings, 
but she don't have no control over closings, but she knows your business. She's going to get in there and figure out how what to she get can more do things to, to get closing. more closings, yeah. be more efficient. Exactly. Instead of stuck getting delayed and then she's got waiting on that bonus. Right. How can we get it? And, and that's how they are. They're smart. Yeah. They're super intelligent. They're like, I'm going to make are. sure this joint get to closing. I want it to close just as much as y'all want it to close. So <laughs> it don't even have to be her yeah. responsibility. Absolutely. You just bonus her on your success and yeah. then she becomes responsible for your success. If Absolutely. Yeah. And they feel it. Mm-hmm. We're well, in a culture session right now. We are. She <laughs> are. But man, at this point in the show, you already know what time it is yeah. we're going to overtime oh and teasy know what it is but nah man today we got we got a crazy topic um first of all you know definitely prayers up to the family um but we just kind of want to discuss the the stuff around it um but dc young fly's wife uh jackie o yeah she passed away she was getting and I don't want to be wrong about it, but I want to say she was getting some type of plastic surgery or mommy mommy uh, makeovers is what they call. Um, and she passed away from some, I guess, some implications with the with the surgery. Um, my, 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 my question to y'all is with how prevalent it is now to go and do that, like, what do y'all feel about that? Barbara, you first. What do you feel about women going and getting you know taking that risk because there is a risk in any surgery that you get you know what i'm saying it's not just that but the fact that you you know going inside of someone's belly you know what i'm saying and stuff like that pause that type of stuff is like <laughs> that type of stuff is like there's there's risks that come with it and that's one of the risks is you could I mean hit the wrong artery wrong vein or something like that and now you you know you bleed out like you can you can die from it What's your take on women, you know, and, and, and doing that type of shit? Sorry, women and men. Right. Because mm-hmm. there's Gotta men out here doing it now. now. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> Get well, booties and stuff. It's a. Uh, Damn. I think. Um, six pack. So I don't really wear makeup. Like, I try to be natural as possible. Like, <laughs> I can't be 100% natural, but I try to be as natural as possible. And. Uh, uh, me, I'm just not a real superficial person. Like, you know, like when I've dated in the past, like there's got to be some physical attraction, but like I'm looking at how they make me feel, like what kind right. of person they are, how they treat people, stuff like that, right? So uh, this is a tough one for me because I am I just turned 42 on Saturday. Mm. So I'm getting a little older, you know, things that used to stand up are kind of falling <laughs> down now. And, you know, I've had some thoughts about maybe some things that could get yeah. fixed, but right. I'm also don't, I'm not a big fan of anything that's super invasive. Right. right. Um, so I think, you know, I see like, even for me, like I get a little irritated. I just, I, I'm not a status quo kind of person. Like I just keep it real. Whatever feels right to me, yeah. my clothes, my hair, the way that I look, how I carry myself. I just do what feels right and what feels real. Like for right. me, there's no such thing as normal. Normal doesn't exist. Yeah. Right and wrong exists. Right. And what makes me feel good exists. Right. Because what's normal sense. to you might not be normal to me. That's yeah. exactly. You know no what normal. I'm saying? Like, and, and yeah. I, don't, I don't try to be normal. There right. is no normal. I create. Yo, uh, normal. I, yeah, that's right. So, but I think, honestly, this is a deep one. You probably, the, you just, you just, you just push a little button on somebody that can go really deep with something like this. I think that we just have to love ourselves more yeah, and focus on the, f- the physical. It's almost like what I said, like I just pushed, pushed, pushed to be successful. Yeah. And then when I got successful, it was, I was like, wah, wah, wah. well, that's what I was. It was empty. Mm. So like, okay, I need a flatter stomach. Okay. You got a flatter stomach now. Now, now what? what? Right. Now, I'm now, some, now you what? Know, bigger titties and I'm going to get a, some dimples. It's never going to stop if you don't love yourself. Exactly. Right? So I think, um, there's a lot to uh, our society as Americans where we we don't get taught that. Like we're always looking on the outside. That's why we're a very um, uh, c- consumeristic, you know, society. We right. buy things to try to make ourselves feel, feel good, good and look good. Absolutely. And so I think that it's a very deep topic. Um, how I feel about it is I feel like, you know, do you, if that's what makes you feel good. Yeah. But I, I really hope that is what you, what makes you feel good. Like I struggle with like these big puffy lips and like, I know I have friends that like try to drink a bottle of water and the water just drips down because they can't feel their lips because it's all full of both. Right. And I'm like, how is that pretty? Yeah. How is that pretty? You know, yeah. like you're beautiful. You don't need. You don't need that. Exactly. But it, I think that's yeah, the, yeah. It's, ugh, you, you just hit, hit one with me. Yeah. You know and I mean, Bart though. I mean, just what I'm just say, speaking on the bow tie on the on the lips and shit though. That one right there, I be looking at 
some lips sometime. And I'm like, baby girl, like, <laughs> what was you thinking? What was you thinking? Yeah, they be that don't even look nowhere near cute. It's like a. Well, I think men need to say that. No, I, I no. think we women are. do that because they think men like desire that? them big, fat, puffy lips. I don't think women do it for women. Not I, mean, I think they like do it. My thing tail. is, if a girl's lips are naturally big, mm-hmm. yeah, they, it's they, you yeah. know, people think like, like damn, look that look right, good. It don't look right. It don't. You, you know can what tell it's like, fake. This side over here is cool, and then this side. Some of like y'all like this, like you know what I'm saying because like it's fake side. regardless. Be like, what about them eyelashes? No, some of them eyelashes are starting to become like little <laughs> rakes on the uh, on the side of they. Yeah, <laughs> they were looking like fly. a rake hanging off the eyelid. No, I ain't playing. Y'all getting ridiculous with fly, them too. Now I'm Definitely. about to get on your eyes. No, I'm just kidding. Right, <laughs> but no, fly, fly away. But seriously though, um, with with the with the with the lip stuff, man, like and stuff like that. The problem is. It's almost like like you you know when you see somebody wearing like a all fake Gucci suit like a, a, a all fake like they wearing all Gucci but you could tell it's, it's all fake yeah right like that's how hard. it looks yeah. to me yeah like it's like damn that's really like artificial I mean, you came it's out that just bad I've seen bold. mind you you know my wife she does this stuff so she does Botox on people fillers oh, all wow. that stuff so she got a whole total look on different look on it yeah but still with her when people come in they stuff is already like. Big, like she like she like the realtor that we, we were talking about. She's like, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like, if I put more in there, it's not gonna help what you're trying to accomplish. What are you trying to accomplish? Yeah, if you want to look good, that ain't gonna do it. It's gonna mess it up, really. Yeah. You know, like you already have too much. I I recommend putting this much in at one time. They come in, they be like, No, I want blah 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 syringes of it. She's like, No way. There's no way I'm gonna do that. You, you could probably go to somebody and they'll do that, but I'm not gonna do that. Like, I feel like that's going to mess you up. You know what I'm saying? And, and another thing is, like, they go to, they you go to the wrong people. Like, people are going to the wrong people. Like, they fly into different done. countries to get stuff done. You got to be safe about that type of stuff, man. You don't know exactly what you're getting yourself into. So, my thing, my take on it is do your, do your due, due diligence. diligence. <laughs> do your thing. But make sure it's for you. Because, like, once you get there, like she said, once you get there, you know, make sure it was, if it wasn't for you, you're, you're going to be trying to, you know what I'm saying? Do something for the next person for the rest of your life. Like, what what about gratitude and being grateful? Like, for what you okay, got. you want Botox because you got wrinkles. How blessed are you to have wrinkles? You're still right. alive. There's people that died in their twenties and never Psh. even got a wrinkle. You know what I'm saying? Like you're Wasn't blessed. Even thinking them, about them wrinkle. wrinkles are a blessing. Right. So I think that just changing the mm. view of like what things actually What's beautiful mean to you. It's, yeah. be- it's beautiful. A wrinkle is beautiful. Yeah. A gray hair is beautiful right. because you're blessed that you even got to live long enough right. to have to one, see those right? different changes. Yeah, yeah so I think your perspective yeah. and just being grateful for what you have, yeah. I think will help people to stop chase chasing. And not that they're bad. I just feel like there's some emptiness right. there that people are trying yeah. to feel and it's a little sad. If you, I mean, you're trying to beautify but yourself, I, I understand, but I, I ain't gonna lie, you know. Rob, if they want to get the BBL done, man, let them get the BBL done. Do man. you? Would you rather touch a fake booty or a real booty? Real, real. Okay. 1,000%. Amen. I'm just saying what they want to hear, man. Nah, <laughs> nah, like, nah, nah, for real. No, nah, you need to stuff. keep it real. Nah, I'm, nah, I'm, nah, I'm keep it real. Because I think women I do, though. For men, in, in real honestly. life, though, I, in mm-hmm. real life, 100%, I do. I, don't, I mean, yeah, I've never, not that I know of. You don't want to pop the titty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm Damn, cool. baby, you're titty hard. <laughs> like, come on, like Sheesh. a rock. I'm like, cool. I'm good. <laughs> like, like a big old you rock. Really, you know, and then they like, you know, but I do understand the perspective of women saying, hey, you know, I am getting older. I don't have this genetically, whatever. I want to try to get this a little bit enhanced or something like that. Understood. I can understand that to a certain degree. But when it's like the stuff we're talking about, you keep getting it, you got your your booty, then you get your face, then you get your tit, then you get your tit. Like, it just keep going down this whole rabbit hole. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like, that really kind of don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. Me, Robert, and you really got to, I mean, you got to really understand, too, like, like how you just said, like, men like, got to speak out. for it. You know what I'm saying? Really. That's how I feel. They like men speak out, right? 
There's certain stuff that you can't work for, though. Like, like you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, some girls, they butt is never going to get that big. Your lips ain't going to yeah. get bigger. You get what I'm Your lips ain't going to get bigger. You know, you see her and be like, yeah, your lips going to get bigger. Okay? So, but what I'm getting at is, like, they not, like, they not really doing it for the men. I'm telling you what they, the, the men, like, like, my wife told me, like, Y'all think like just why would do the do men really like that? Like any of your friends, like it ain't even about my friends. Even my, people that's not my, I know they don't like that. Mm -hmm. They not doing it for the men. They doing it for the gram. Yeah, they doing it for social media a lot it of the they times. They a lot of other people other social media people doing it, and, sure. or that look like that already. But like, but, but they are BBLs didn't become a big thing until Kim, Kim Kardashian. Absolutely. She swears hers is real. You know what I'm saying? Which is, yeah. Come on. And man. that's what I, Kim cut When you out. see that yeah. shit inside of the Kim, stop that shit, man. Don't, and I used to, I, hey, I used to, I used no to more, say man. it was real too. I used to be stop like, nah, it's definitely that, real, man. man. When I seen real. that shit on the commercial, on, on her show, <laughs> and that was just not math. The math wasn't math. Uh, with the leg and the thigh and the book. It yeah, wasn't that's the part. adding up. I said, ain't no way. God did not make you like that. That looked like it's not supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Kylie too, her sister talking about yeah I'm on that. Listen, if I pull up a picture when you was 15 or 16 until when you was 19, oh uh, yeah, bitch, you look, you look totally like a whole different. different person. <laughs> totally different person. Completely different. So oh, yeah, man. Anyway, but no, no, no. To the family though, man. We condolences, really. Our prayers out to them. DC Young Fly, man. You know what I'm saying. Hopefully him and him and the kids yeah, man, got definitely. strength, man. He delivered a strong message. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Saying keep God first. And, and, and it was real uplifting. Yeah, it was dope, man, what he was saying. So, Shout man, out just, to you him. know what I'm saying? Prayers out to them. I know y'all going to see this way late this episode or whatever. But still, you know what I mean? That's a – I can't imagine, like, just going to sleep and waking up and being like, damn, like, she ain't here. But it right. ain't it ain't like because she got killed. She got ran over. It's just because it was it's like – It's a different type of feeling. She yeah, probably yeah. done got, like, 5, 10, 20 of her friends that has got the same Surgery. thing done that he know. And they, they it right wasn't there. like he just sent yeah. this girl off to like do yeah, something. Yeah, that, that knew it was a he risk. He was never she's thinking not that. Coming home, yeah. I was just like, "What? Yeah. Hold on, wait a minute. She's not here. Something. I can't even imagine how that feel." Condolences, um, definitely to everybody. So, yeah, so that's what I got. But man, Barb, we really, really appreciate you coming on to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we 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 had to catch up with you, but we got you. Yeah. Um, but um, is there any way that I mean, where can anybody you know find you at? Where can everybody find you at? Uh, if they look in the list of property, if they're looking for fireworks, they're looking for VAs, where can they find you? All right, at? <laughs> so the phone, the phone number works for all the businesses, 317-414-3262. You can go to succeedrealestate.com. You can go to circlecityfireworks.com, fireworkstoyourdoor.com, barbarawhiteside.com, or you could go to getshitdoneva.com. Dang, it's <laughs> just I like, like that. that now. It's just like that. Now, y'all know like that. that's what's up. That's what's up. Y'all better reach out. Um but also, man, make sure y'all check out the Moguls in the Making Mentorship. I know we just got some new students in there. We ready to turn up with them. Uh, we going live twice a week now instead of once a week. And then we also um, do a, a live walkthrough every month. Um, I know that we already have people that's doing deals on inside there. So, man, definitely check us out. Link will be in the bio. Please comment, share. And um, and let us know, man, what y'all want, who y'all want to see on the podcast, what more of y'all want to see of, any yeah. topics that you guys definitely want us to cover. Uh, definitely let us know in the comments, most definitely. And we do also have an event that's coming up, Barbie. You, you coming to it? I'm what is it? What right is now. it? Yep. Next month, July 19th. We're going to have an event. Nobody really know about it yet. We just figured this out like on Friday. But we're going to have it. We're going to have it like it's going to be dope. What is it? It's going to be like kind of a, event? It's going like to be like for real estate investors? So, yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah, be, be like, like for a network. investors, networkers, realtors. Um, it's going to be probably a little bit more social, I'm okay. guessing. Yeah. We're still kind of trying to put the ideas together, but it's going to be like a rooftop type, kind of like a Sweet. The rooftop. The rooftop yeah. Yeah. So fireworks so. will be over July 19th, so my schedule will be much better. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, come on now. We need you there. So All right. Here first. Yes. All right, man. Just like that. We, we out. Thanks for having me. All right.